Our hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Douglasville Impact. We have a fun and full-packed show today with uh, a great guest and uh, some great normals. So let's go ahead and just uh, introduce everybody on your screen or in your ear this morning. Uh, well, we got Mr. Chris Dixon joining us again today. Hello, everyone. Hey, Chris. Uh, we got Ms. Allison Parker. Hi. And joining us in our special guest seat this week is Pastor Frank Smith with uh, The Pantry. Thanks for joining us, Pastor. Thank you. Greetings. We got some fun stuff to talk about, all the, the really good things that you guys are continuing to do in our community uh, and, and all the stuff that The Pantry does, especially in this year when the need has been so great. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. So we'll jump right into some other things we have going on in and around the city and the community. So let's start off with some news. Chris, what you got on the news front this week? Well, this is not exactly news, but it is a holiday, and holidays are good, right? We think so. Okay. Um, need a break occasionally, right? <laughs> absolutely. And November 11th is Veterans Day, and of course, Veterans Day is to acknowledge all the people who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces. So we're happy to do that, and... In uh, light of that, city offices will be closed that day, as um, will a lot of other places. So just want to make sure everybody knows that uh, any business you need to transact needs to be done before the 11th. And then second of all, my my second thing today is um, news came out this morning that the Douglas County School System has purchased the headquarters building the old headquarters building for Greystone Power. It's at the corner of Burnt Hickory and Highway 78 here in Douglas County. And um, I think that's uh, a good move for all concerned. Uh, Superintendent North said it was a win-win for everyone. Uh, they're going to occupy the space that Greystone is at now. They'll be able to take employees from three different locations now and consolidate them into that one place. Now, that'll happen in early 2021 at some point when Greystone Power moves to their new location up on Highway 92 in Paulding County. So, um, yeah, they're coming along with that one as well. And, and it's a yeah, huge it's, space. It's much bigger than area. the current location. Yeah. Yeah. But the current location is a, is a, is a nice size facility as well. So it's good that that's not going to be sitting empty. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's very nice that. A, a good use is coming to it so definitely for the school board yeah the school board needs a nice new facility as well so that's that's a great great option for them yep and um for the old school board headquarters they're planning con to construct a an event facility that will hopefully be large enough to host the graduations for the county oh nice for the high schools so very cool. That'll be interesting to see how that works. Yeah, that that'll be cool. So they'll still have they're they're just adding a location. They will still make use of the old property. It uh, seems to me, based on how the press release is worded, that they may be tearing down the old facility to build a new facility. But I'm not certain about that. So yeah, well, we'll keep an eye on it and keep everybody updated because that facility isn't right inside the city next to the park there over so mm -hmm. right by hunter park yeah so we'll definitely keep an eye on that one and see how it works awesome anything else on the news docket this morning that's it for me um allison will take it from here 
Cool, Allison. Cool. What's going on uh, fun-wise? What what good stuff we got going on in the city? Well, if our citizens are looking to make a difference here in the city of Douglasville, we have and two upcoming <laughs> two upcoming blood drives in November. They're happening November third and November nineteenth at Hunter Park, and that information can be found on the city of Douglasville's Facebook page, also on our website, or by calling Hunter Park. Again, those dates are November 3rd and November 19th. So the police department is also hosting some as well, which we'll post to the city of Douglasville face, Facebook page and also on their website as well. Always exciting. And then congrats for our city of Douglasville Parks and Recreation Department. After a long process, they are CAPRA accredited, which is given to them, a certification given to them by NRPA. National Recreation and Parks Association. So that's definitely excited and definitely sets them apart from other park agencies. So we're so excited for our parks department and this great accreditation that they've received. So Oh yeah. And that's a that's a long, very detailed process that they've been working on for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh and a lot of steps and, and stuff to go through to get that. So it's it's a big thing. Yeah. And it's a big, really nice national recognition. Uh, it says a lot for the crew we got working over there in the parks. They're doing a great job engaging with the community and mm -hmm. providing uh, inclusive opportunities and safe opportunities for the community. So they do a great job. We, mm -hmm. we know it. So it's nice to see them get that recognition and that uh, accreditation and stuff. So that's really good. And it's it's one that they have to keep up and, and, and keep, you know, the certification and stuff. So very, very proud of those guys over there and all that they're doing. And uh, the parks is always uh, a, a good place to turn for some fun stuff to do in in and around the, the community there even during covid you know they've been working with us a lot to to still get out and engage the community with some events some activities uh they're getting really creative and innovative over there so they they do a good job of still providing services and mm -hmm. stuff and keeping everybody safe so and they're so. such nice co-workers as well yes they yeah, are, are. <laughs> they are the best overall <laughs> is that everything on the positivity train today that is all but i invite you all to jump on the positivity train today and every day <laughs> it's a fun place to be yes it is <laughs> all right. that is all all right thanks allison and chris so uh for those updates so that that takes us over to our special guest today pastor frank with the pantry uh and let's let's start off by just kind of uh, Pastor Frank, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about the pantry in case anyone is not aware, aware of what all you guys do here in our community. Okay, thank you, Jason, for having me this morning. Uh, for those of you that do not know, the pantry started back in 2008 uh, when a ministry came to us and said, hey, we uh, are operating this food pantry. We want to go a different direction. We're wondering if maybe you guys would be interested in taking it over and uh, we asked, well, how many families are you serving? They said about eight a month. I said, well, okay, we'll, we'll look at it. And we looked at it and uh, we decided to jump in with both feet. And uh, the first Saturday we opened, we served eight families. I go, wow, we've already done our eight for the month. <laughs> but then the next Saturday, we served 25. And the next Saturday it was 52. And last year we served 150,000 people in 22 counties wow. And 101 zip codes. So wow. God has really blessed us to be able to help a lot of different people in a lot of different communities. But the vast majority of those are Douglas County, Douglasville residents. 
and they come to us every Saturday uh, needing help. And over the years, we've seen a, a wide variety of types of people that come our direction. Yeah. And it, like I said, it's, it's, it's a great thing that you guys are doing and a service you guys are offering in a regular year. So you're seeing those numbers in a regular non-2020 year uh, when there's just a general need out in the community and a general need, uh, you know, for people. Uh, but we're, we're not in a regular year this year, <laughs> to say the least. And, you know, we've talked about here on the podcast uh, before, you know, when this all started, you know, people came out of the woodwork. That's what's great about Douglas County and Douglasville and our community. People come out of the woodwork saying, how can we help? What can we do to help? Uh, because they knew that the need was going to be bigger this year uh, all around uh, for for all kinds of things. Um, and we know we, we have organizations like you that are here in the community that are serving and stuff that are, are, are ready to step up and help. So talk to us a little bit about this year and what all you guys have done this year and the special year that we've had and how it's changed this year. Wow. What a different year. You're, you're right. I mean, over years past, it's uh, kind of situation normal. Uh, we were doing things the way we always had done it. We had invited people into our building. We did some counseling with them, not mental health counseling, but just counseling about, okay, where are they at? What are their needs? How can we help beyond food? And COVID hit with a, just a rampage of restrictions and social distancing. And we immediately, we didn't go to a plan B, but we adjusted how we were serving people. Instead of having them come inside, we do drive-through. And that drive-through has been just a godsend and a blessing. Uh, it keeps people out of the weather. It uh, helps people to stay socially distanced from our workers and our workers from them and still give them a good human touch by being able to wave at them, thumbs up, thanking them for coming our direction. You know, uh, we've had people tell us, you know, we've passed other food pantries, even stopped at other food pantries, but they don't act like you and they don't treat us the same way that you do. And I go, what's that mean? They go, they act angry. I go, well, we're not angry. We're happy that you're here, that we can serve you. So yeah. we just love people and we love serving them. And, you know, we've seen a, a kind of a shift in the kind of people uh, that come our direction. You know, in the years past, it's been the kind of chronically ill, chronically unemployed, uh, disabled people on uh, fixed incomes, elderly, taking care of grandchildren. But, yeah. you know, now it's, you know, 14.9% unemployment rate, no <laughs> fault of anybody but a pandemic that closed yeah. down businesses left and right. And so we've got people showing up in their Mercedes and their, and their uh, Lexuses and their, and we tell our people, hey, listen, this is a judgment-free zone. Mm -hmm. And I go, you don't know enough about anybody's story to judge them. You might think and open up their trunk and see already a bunch of Walmart bags full of groceries. Well, that, that might be the case, but they might just spent their last paycheck on that groceries at Walmart and they still don't have enough. So they're coming yeah. to us to get more and they might be living in that car. And tomorrow yeah. that car is gonna be repoed because they haven't made the last two payments on it. So we don't know enough. We just love people, serve them, give them the food that, that they need that we can give them. And praise God, thankfully to God, we have never run out of food. 
in the 12 years plus that we've been serving our community. And God's been faithful just helping us to meet the need in our community. And we're just so happy that we can do that. That's awesome. And, and I think that's what's really cool about working with a lot of our faith-based uh, organizations that are out there is that's the mindset. You know, it's, it's you know, you fall back on God and, and he will provide. And, you know, it's not like that judgment-free zone is something that a lot of people struggle to wrap their hand, head around, you know, when they're giving or, or something like that. They, they want to think about, well, that person, you know, if they, you know, are down and out for whatever reason, you know, it, it doesn't matter. They're down and out and they have a need. Uh, and you guys step up and say, hey, we can, we can meet that need. Let's meet that need. Let's not question, you know, the root of the need or how great the need is. You know, we're, you know, you guys are there to serve and you serve, you know, and that it makes a, a huge impact in our community. Um, and, and it's, it's a great thing that you guys do. So what, it's it's we're coming up on that time on the time of area where you guys have a, usually some big events and stuff and then now we're in the a covid year as well so let's talk a little bit about some of the stuff you guys have coming up well we always love to make thanksgiving a little happier for people you know a lot of people you know they celebrate thanksgiving with uh you know cornbread muffins maybe yeah and we want to be able to help them have a true thanksgiving meal with you know, uh, perhaps a turkey if that comes available, and all the trimmings. And in years past, we've been able to help hundreds of people at Thanksgiving time. <coughs> we're looking forward to doing that again this year. And one way that's going to happen is uh, Joy FM, which has uh, decided to partner with the pantry again this year with their T-shirts for turkeys. In years past, we've had one site that we hosted, and that typically would have been the Highway 5 Chick-fil-A and Mike Moore great friend, always have a great turnout there. And uh, uh, last year he was closed down because he was remodeling. So we were out in Villa yep. Rica and Villa Rica Chick-fil-A hosted us and did great there. And so Joy FM called us and said, hey, we want to do uh, t-shirts for turkeys again this year. And I go, wow, I'm really thankful because I was okay. thinking social distancing, <laughs> they're not going to do that. But yeah. they said, well, we're doing it. We want you to do two sites. So we're going to be out in Villa Rica for a morning on uh, November 10th from um, 8 o'clock until 10. And then on the 12th, we're going to be at the Highway 5, Mike Moore store, Chick-fil-A, from 5 to 7 p.m. And so we're just looking for a great outpouring of uh, <coughs> our Douglas County community, Douglasville's community, coming in, bringing us a, a cold turkey, frozen turkey, we call it, or a Plastic turkey, that's a gift card from a Kroger or a Walmart or a Publix. Or you can always bring cold, hard cash or a cold check. That's good to be cash. <laughs> you make it super easy for people to get involved. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's great. And if you're going to have a drive through event, uh, I don't know if there's a better place than a Chick-fil-A to have it. Chick-fil-A drive through. Can I tell a quick story? Absolutely. Uh, a while back, uh, a woman had come to my attention that ha was building a house and her husband went into the hospital unexpectedly for kind of a routine procedure and he never came out of the hospital. And mm -hmm. she continued to try to build this house and unfortunately found an unscrupulous contractor mm. and built, started building this house in a way that even I, that don't know much about contracting, 
No, you don't put sewer lines on the outside of your drywall inside the building, right? Hmm. And wow. so I stepped in to help her, found some uh, people to help her and got that all fixed up. And immediately her um, husband's mother and father moved in because they were elderly. Then her mom and dad moved in because they were elderly. So now she's got two sets of parents living with her and everything was going fairly well. Then her daughter and husband's and four children's home burnt to the ground. Oh. They all moved in. Now their household of six immediately jumped to 12. Wow. I got word of that and we immediately jumped in and just loaded her up with gift cards that we'd gotten from t-shirts for turkeys. So she'd go out and buy food and we gave her a ton of food from the pantry. And she just sent me a nice little thank you saying, you know, thank you so much for thinking of me. We couldn't have made it without your help. And there's hundreds of stories like that out there. Mm -hmm. There's people on every income spectrum, social economic spectrum. They need help one time or another <laughs> and the pantry's there to help them. And so we're just so grateful to be able to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, because there's, there's always a need cropping up. And like, like you said, you know, it could, you don't know what the circumstance is. Someone could be, you know, going down the road in life and they're perfectly stable and something comes out of less, left field and out of nowhere, they've got a need. Um, and I think, like you said, we've seen that need this year grow so much because the pandemic, you know, some people are faring fine, uh, you know, and some people are getting hit pretty hard by the, by the, the pandemic with the illness side of it, but also the economic side, because you're talking about jobs and uh, the economy and things like that have been hit. And that affects people's lives, and, and that's growing that need. And like I said, it's great you know, that we live in a community where there are a lot of these organizations and services that, that are available. There's a lot of the faith-based ones and, and th different things and uh, social organizations and stuff that step up. We have a whole page on our website dedicated to kind of listing you know, some, some community social service options. You know, we've got you guys up there and your contact information, how they can connect with you. And, and I know that, you know, we've built that page. So we, we see all of the, the services that are out there, you know, the, the food banks and uh, the, the, the social, you know, um, services that are out there for people. And as, as many as there are up there, you know, they're still struggling to, to meet all the need that's out there. So as many as people as you have coming in, you know, to the pantry, you know, there are other, uh, uh, other organizations out there doing the same thing. And as many as there are, there's not enough to meet the need, you know, because that need continues to grow. So, so it's, it's awesome what you guys are doing and all the, uh, the service that you are providing to our community. So thank you for that. And uh, on behalf of the community for everything that you do just to, to help to meet that need. Uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about what we can do. So obviously for your, your, uh, your turkey event, we can bring a plastic turkey, cash turkey, frozen turkey. Uh, what about what? What else can we do? What What else can the community do to support what you are doing for the community? I, I just came across this thing. Um, my wife actually did Pam uh, on Instagram. It's called a reverse advent, where people instead oh, of lighting candles or whatever on the first day of Advent, which is December first, you buy a canned good, put that in a in a food box. The second day you buy another kind of food item all the way to December 25th. And if you do that one thing every day, you have about 25 items 
which if you do canned items, that's gonna be about a 25 pound box of food. If everybody in our community did that, we would be able to just hand a box of food just like that to those people on Christmas day. Yeah. Or January 1st. And so I'll, I'll shoot you an email with that reverse advent calendar. Yeah. And maybe you can put that up and all, all the food banks could use that. I mean, Absolutely. it's just a great idea on how to get food into the community. And uh, we, I loved it. That's, that's an awesome idea. That's something we maybe we can- Of course, people can go to our website and they can donate. We can all, we're never gonna turn away your donations, uh, whether it's food or whether it's uh, monetary donation. All those things are helpful. And just let me tell you quickly, if you buy one canned good for a dollar, that one canned good that you paid a dollar for, I can buy 12 and a half canned goods. <laughs> so you get my yeah. drift? I'd yeah. rather have you give me the dollar than bring me one can of green beans because I can buy 12 and a half cans of green beans. Right. Feed a lot Did more guys, people that way. You guys partner with the Atlantic Community Atlanta, Food Bank and Food America. Bank. Yeah, so so that helps you to get the supply you need. And uh, we have we have partners with Publix, Kroger's, Sam's Club, Walmart. Our refrigerated truck is driving three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, going around to all these different stores and picking up food that they would normally because it's still good, but it's not, it's, best, it's past the best sell-by date. Yeah. Okay. The best yeah. sell-by date is not the best uh, means of saying, well, that can't be eaten anymore. No, it can be eaten still for a long time. And so we pick all that up and distribute it to our people that are in need of food. And that's why we're uh, doing what we can and doing it the way we can why we've been so successful is because uh, we're utilizing every possible resource <laughs> we can to feed people. Yeah, that is awesome. And somebody said it takes a village to raise a child. It definitely takes a village to feed a village. <laughs> that, absolutely. That's, that's, that's great. And like I said, the, uh, the stuff that you guys are doing, you know, we, you know, as a community, we all benefit from it, and, and we appreciate all that you are doing. So, yeah, we will definitely we'll we'll get that information out there. We'll get all of your contact information, and we'll uh, put it all in the show notes, and we'll put uh, it all on the website and stuff, so we can make sure people can connect with you and find ways to help support you as you help to support our our community, especially in a year that we need a whole lot of extra help. So, so thank you again. Um, anything in closing that you want to you know, say about? Uh, the pantry. Yeah, I love our city. I love our community. Uh, God bless you guys. You're doing a great job. Uh, I'd be on here every week if you'd let me, but um, that would <laughs> probably be overkill. <laughs> no, thanks, I think guys. Chris might be willing to give up his seat for you. <laughs> sure. He's a lot better looking than I am. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, thank you, Pastor Frank, uh, for coming on the show and for all that you guys do uh, in the community. God bless you guys. So we'll see what else we can do to help support you guys. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Allison, for tuning, for joining us and telling us all about our community news and events and activities. And thank you to everybody for watching and listening. Uh, go out and find uh, the pantry and, and, and figure out how you can help support the good work that they are doing in our community. Uh, and uh, we will uh, see you next time on Douglasville Impact. Thanks a lot. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.